For TBWA Shiite Day New York and Nissan, ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E Force all wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in port mode with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. Is this the car? It is, it is, no, this, this is the <laughs> this Hooters. This is the car. This is the Hooters. It was the cars the other day. This is the Hooters. Uh, I'm a day late and a dollar short. Yes, you, you are. Know what I'm this, is the, this is not this the, the car. car. Look at, look at, Ru- look at, Ru- look at Russ Holstein's kinfolk back there. Look yeah, at there him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's him. He, no, doesn't, he does guys. not have. With the, his hair like that, he looks like the dog from the cartoons. Yes. The, the, that oh, was the yeah. shepherd. He does. And he does the, not. The shepherd? Like yes, the shepherd? he does. He looks he like the that's just talk about nickname. Gus. Like the, one that, yeah, Gus? Yeah, yeah, Gus the, the one that punched in, in the yeah. one that would punch in. Hey George, hey Gus, hey, <laughs> hey that's him, <laughs> Gus, the shepherd. That's what we're yeah. gonna call him, the shepherd. Yeah. He does not. Like, Gus he, does not he have see through his hair. Yeah. Right now. he does not have the all American Nebraska haircut. He doesn't yeah. have the high and tight. No, oh. he up, has the laid low. A lot. That's a lot from two guys who wear hats every day. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, yeah. Hello. Take it off. Let's see what you're working with. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh-oh. God oh, made gosh, perfect, perfectly shaped heads. Just don't play with it. Don't play with it. You, gosh, you don't have the head shape. He does have a. He, he does. I, God made the perfect. Like, he put hands on his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, Gus. Yeah. See, Gus. See, see I keep a hat on there because I've always had the. <laughs> I always had the the ability to always headbutt people that just always would make fun of my head. <laughs> make fun of your head. There was a guy down at Iguanas, and I walked out of there one time, and he came up to me. He's like, man, you got a big old head. And I proceeded to headbutt him. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I can see, see that. Somebody. He, totally I see that. he was hammered, but then he was asleep after that. Yeah, why would he tell you that? Yeah, He was yeah, hammered. Thing yeah. to say, it, was so. when, it was back when we'd always wear the black leather coats, and that's that's when you thought you oh. were tough. Yeah, you know, back <laughs> then. Yeah, you had yeah, the black leather. I did have the black. And my, I got it from my dad and my uncles, right? So they would they would come to the you games. You look like that They me. would come to the games, you know? Well, first of all, they get, I think they got it from my grandfather. Billy Foreman, uh, who we used to call Houston, his middle name was Houston, or they, or like when he'd go down and he'd be ready to go tear some stuff, they'd call him Big Red, right? Yeah. Sit for you, for us uh, fair-skinned brothers. When we get hype, we mm-hmm. we turn that color right there. So call him Big Red. Is that right? Is that right? So he would, when he would somebody, they, there's a story of there was a guy that was messing with my Aunt Lulu. So that was my, I think my great aunt. And so he had just got off of work from he worked at Fort Detrick, which is a pretty well-known army base in Frederick, Maryland, or okay. in the United States, I think it used to be. Mm-hmm. They said he put on his black trench coat. And so he said this is his you-know-what kicking mm-hmm. you know, trench coat and proceeded to walk down Old St. Street. So you'd have to be at Frederick. So it would be essentially walking from <laughs> 9th and O to 10th and O, you know, or something. And proceeded to do his thing. So then when my dad used to come to the winter games, it, might, it would always be my dad, uh, my Uncle Butch, whose name's Francis. He's named after my grandfather and my Uncle Blood, who we talked about yesterday. 
um, those three would always be at every – and Uncle Larry, who was kind of like the Don, who kind of laid the foundation for African Americans in the Frederick County uh-huh. to go outside of um, – HBCUs, what they're called now, you know, to like he encouraged my uncle to go to Cincinnati and he kind of kind of like got my grandfather to understand that going down to uh, University of Miami with all those guys would be, you know, Mm -hmm. his kids would survive. So those four would show up at games, you know, after what, October when it gets starts getting cold. Uh Black trench coats at every Friday practice literally Mm -hmm. would walk literally. Black cowboy boots, jeans, sweater, wow. black trench coats, and would just be out there. I know Coach Osmond was like, Who? "Did you? So did you have a black trench coat on, or just a black jacket? Black leather trench coat. It came down you about had the trench coat. It, on? It, it didn't go all the way down, but it was Whoa. half. Yeah, that was that was uh, about two hundred dollars in my per diem. I was a, yeah, I was. You were a black, dressed up. I, I was a Wilson black leather. Yeah, I got I was, it. I got Wilson. Was, remember, was it Wilson leather? You were dressed up yeah. for for that yeah. place. Where are you walking out of? You say iguanas? Yeah, yeah but it was cold. I was dressy. I wouldn't yeah, wear that was, downtown. It was cold. I'm with, I'm with Sip. I wouldn't wear that downtown. Do you wear that with tennis shoes? Probably. <laughs> probably. Swag. I know. Probably. probably. Uh, and they were good. team issue too. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the, yeah, if they were nice tennis shoes. There were they were they were there were there were some probably like black Nikes or something. Make makes sense. It yeah. was like I am surprised <laughs> yeah. that, that Nebraska yeah, we didn't were sponsored go. by Adidas. Did you guys do the black leather <laughs> jacket the, the Husker leather jackets? Did you guys have those? I think we got one for a bowl like game. You got one, Did you? right? Yeah, it was some uh, maybe team I issue think, leather? Uh, no, I think you know the bowl gifts. I think oh, yes, the bowl they gave yeah. us one. Really, the team didn't. They that was all like Apex or starter when we were. Yeah. Yeah, but this did. was, I think we, I don't even know if I bought it at Wilson. I mean, it, it listen the leather, the the ability to keep out the coldness was. I mean, this thing was about this thin. Yeah. I mean, pump the brakes now. It wasn't a real leather coat. It was kind of like all for. It was pleather. Let's, yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to tell on myself. I miss that. That's what I miss about being around the NFL teams because. You would get the the full the, those leather jackets with the logo on them. Yeah. And oh the yeah. Players would always and then uh, yeah those when, yeah. when players Inc. Yeah. came out with the leather jackets. Those were pretty sweet. I've got one in the closet. I, I might as well. I should give that to you because I don't think I can. I, what it, team is it? It's players. So it's, it's, it's the it's, players association. It used to be the oh. players. The NFLPA was called Players Inc. And they had okay. like a logo. So what they did was that this is what you paid all those like. Union dues for it'd always be the funny, the running joke. The, the union dues were so expensive, yeah. and then you would get like a a card, which was great if you wanted to get into. We want to get into a club. Into a club. All you do, do is flash NFL player, right? And then they you would get a hat and a t shirt. Generally, if you if you ordered a two X, it would be one X after one one wash, right? And you would get a leather coat. If you paid your union, and you get the black hat, it's not if you get the black hat, it's already out of your check. Don't worry about; it. Yeah. they're going to get their dues. Yeah, yeah. No matter if you once you get on the roster for two weeks, those dues are coming. It's coming out. But those jackets were those were door openers. But the, but yeah, those, those jackets were door openers, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, they it, were sweet. Is it just brown leather? No, no, no it's black leather, it's, and it's kind of like uh, I I bring it in tomorrow. Yeah, in the uh, players ink thing, it's kind of. <laughs> Perforated or whatever you call it. You I want to see this. Oh, it's a, it's oh it's yeah, it's, it's an eye catcher. I want to see yeah. that. Yeah. Like if you if you There's wanted, a, they had some old school still, swag back then. Yours? No, that maybe be a. But the best thing I ever it, got it, uh, from was uh, Hamilton. I don't remember, but you know oh, one yeah, of the who, best who, gifts I ever got. A Carl Banks. 
Carl Banks. Yeah. yeah. You know, the and and um, they used to call him Big Daddy Hamilton. Seventy five used to always. I mean, he wore his out. I mean, he wore his every time you'd see him. But one of the best gifts I ever got was from Dan Marino. Hello, yeah. hello, um, hello. It's simple here. Okay, look. So Dan, I met Dan Marino as a very young age. Like so, when my dad retired, he played in a celebrity golf tournament for Jim Kelly. It was and he had all the famous Miami Hurricane alums okay. along with all the quarterbacks. Sweet. So I was able to be exposed to that. So we go down to the bowl game in 1994. You know, against yeah. uh, Miami. Miami, yeah. And I'm redshirted. Okay. We we you know we sneak out of the hotel. And, of course you did. Well, I'm not playing. I'm just saying. You know I mean? <laughs> I'm not. So we're going playing. down. We're down to Coconut Grove, <laughs> and there's a party. Dan Marino happens to get us in there, and I I pulled the hey dude, do you remember me from five years ago? And I said hey, we were in Buffalo. This he was like, holy crap, this is you. End up getting us into the club. Now I won't say. Now we I would I won't divulge whether we made curfew or not. Most yeah. likely not. But uh, who's we? I'm not telling that. That's shit. Come on now. Uh, I crossed right. the line. Good, good I crossed the line. Uh, I'll do my time, right? I'm that guy. Um, you were sneaking out right. as a redshirt freshman. Yeah, T.O., I hope you're not listening. How is Dan Marino out and about? Is he, was he pretty cool? Uh, well, yeah. Well, to me, he was. I mean, he was He was great. And so, fortunate enough, I go to Buffalo, right? And, you know, obviously we play against him. And people, I don't know if it was um, Nick and – Rico, or later some afternoon yesterday, they were talking about who the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I tell people all the time, all the the, the best. What do you tell them? The best quarterback that I saw throw the football and play is Dan Marino. He's a stud. Hey, he was I'm, awesome. hey, listen, and I don't care about Super Bowls and all. And I get it. Why know? is that? Why is he the separator? Why do you say that? Dude, the way he threw the football is significantly different than anybody I saw play. I mean, it was effortless. It was. And, and here's why. Because we played them on Monday night down in Miami, hot as Hades. And I guess that Buffalo hadn't won down there in umpteen years. <clears throat> Dan Marino just off his Achilles. He had to, Nike had made him the shoe. It looked like the high top literally oh, was, was like a block. Like a boot, man. It was a, it was right? a boot. Yeah, I remember that. They're ready to run them out of DP, town. I remember that. You know, the, 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 the Mark, Mark twins are gone. You know, they had O.J. McDuffie. Yep. And I think Irvin Fryer was down. But they were kind of like, oh, they aren't very good. He came out and went 23 of 24 in the first half. And I think he's – I swear he had 300 yards. I mean, just – I mean, we were tight coverage too. Yeah. It's laser. And just to watch the way that he moved in the pocket when he couldn't move, it was just – it's it amazing. It's graceful. Now, granted, like great well, he had the quickest release in the history of football. Yeah. Did he? Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. it was and it was well, like this. Because it was off his it was, ear. It was like – and it came it was off his hand different right, than right. anybody else. And, like, and it, he, it didn't matter if it was cold that, or way. windy. It didn't affect him. And uh, Big dude. And I remember. Yeah, bigger than you think. Oh, yeah. Big dude. And I remember being in the limo with him, and they were all arguing about who has the best arm. Right? Bubby Brister. I remember it. Jim Kelly. John Elway. And it, was, it came down to him and John Elway. And Dan Marino. Looked, and they were different. And they, he literally, he's like, it's all on this right arm. And Dan Marino's right arm was just. At, now, granted, I'm 10 or 12 years old. Look huge. Well, anyways, we play him, so I, and we end up beating him. I come up to him after the game. I was like, hey, dude, do you remember me from like four years ago? He's like, I'm Jay Foreman. Chuck Foreman's my dad. This, he was like, he looked at me like, I can't believe you're here. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm here e- either, right? So then we play him in Buffalo. 
the next, you know, and it's colder. And this is when he was doing isotoner, you know. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. Isotoner and, gloves. Yeah, right. And, gloves. And it was always one of my favorite commercials. Yeah. And next thing you know, after we played him in Buffalo, he sent me like. Isotoners? Yeah, isotoner. I still got him to this day. <laughs> really? Still really? got him. That's incredible. Still got him. That's incredible. All, all, started, all started with a limo ride, getting in at Coconut Grove, and I got like six You're too humble. Yeah, he's too humble. Jay's too humble. Yeah. I always forget that you have that side of you. You played so many years because you don't. You're humble. I, I got to remind myself sometimes. Goes back. Well, the first of all, be, that, be honest with you. Yeah. I, let's be honest. And the best compliment I ever have not the best compliment, but one of the best compliments I ever got. I was in the Minneapolis airport, actually on a layover going to Charlotte, and um, a guy and his son, who at that is about my age, but he was a little older, was a. Uh, high school coach that I must have played against. And he came up to me and he said, you know, congratulations and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'd already been done playing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to be honest with you. I never thought you were going to make it. Right? Really? And I was like, I was taken back, but I was like, well, thank you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's like, he's like, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean it as, yeah. you know, you've, you know, you exceeded expect you really put in the work, you know? So, um, you know, look, I didn't come here with – look, I was in a class with Grant Wistrom I know. and all those guys, so I was just kind of slid underneath the radar. Kind of. you, But, but p- p- partly because you're low maintenance. I mean, you just don't – you didn't demand much. Well, what you is, what your is high maintenance ever got anybody? I know. You just did your thing. Heading. You just did your thing. Um, but he's still – look, real low talk. Low maintenance. Real, real talk. He's still Chuck Foreman's baby boy to me. Like that, that, like the real. See, this is like, like, look, look, look. This is your old. Look, this, 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 look, and and that's not a, that's not a thing everybody gets. No, I know. So well, I'm, I'm, I take pride when you say you old. Look, I'll be sixty next next month. I'm well, cool. I, I wear it with I'm pride too. I'm cool with all that, but yeah. in 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 Frederick, Maryland, DC, yeah, you, you, in that space, it is a badge of honor the, back the, there. Yeah. The foreman's mattered, and I think I like I think it's hilarious that we end up in the same space, right? Yeah, because. Oh but, yeah, because because a lot of my youth was hearing the stories of of Chuck. Foreman. I've told I've told Jay my brother had a poster of Chuck Foreman on his wall. My brother, older brother, was a huge Vikings fan, and Chuck Foreman was the like he he that. was he, yeah. like, he was he was I didn't the, say it. Jay almost, almost had to dump. Jay, nope. you're a little slow on the dump. No, there. he's not. He, 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 he never has to worry. He never has to worry. Yeah. That that uh. Yeah, no, I know DP. I mean that era. Yeah, we're of, older of, dudes. Of runners, of runners and a style of running. Yeah, Jake knows I like that kind of back, bigger back, slashing back. Chuck yeah. Foreman was a but bigger we just back, didn't slashing have him. back. I mean, he was a tight end playing running back, big back. But it's just As, you who, know who, funny who is, led the league in receiving. Yeah, like it's, it's just it, it yeah, just, you're it, right. It, it it just it's different. If that was the move, right? And so when I heard about Chuck's son, yeah. Here. Yeah, then it, it, you became a little more curious mm-hmm. about how he was going to carry that name because mm-hmm. sometimes the name is too heavy for people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the best thing I did yeah. is not. Uh, well, you know what we we kind of played running back to get you know because yeah, you it, played it, running back by the way. Yeah, I could have played running yeah. back. You um, haven't but, seen the video. But, but the, I the like high school but, video, but, Jay Foreman. But oh, Nebraska, Nebraska is one of the the places that. Hey, you you know they, Coach Coach Osborne was like you can play running back, 
You can play receiver, which I'm not here to block. I'm not. This is not what I'm doing. Okay, mm. pump the brakes there, Coach. Mm. I love you, Coach Brown. Mm. Okay, it's cool. You got me to, <laughs> care, but I'm not here to be rolling on the ground and cut blocking for 15 <laughs> catches a year. That, I'm not. That's just not me. Not All right? I can add more value to that. And yeah. then you know, I, I I'd only got to play four games of defense in high school because you know the easy thing is just put him at running back, let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. And the, that you know that's kind of like what I where how I got on the radar. And, you know, like other – and Iowa did too. And, you know, those are the only mainly two schools in Miami or whatever. You what, know, what about them? They were, were kind of looking at me on defense, not just solely your dad's Chuck Foreman. You know, you only can play running back. Like the other schools were kind of, you know. Who did it come down to? Um, Miami, you? Iowa, and Nebraska. Miami, Iowa. Jake, Iowa. Uh, you, yeah, you, you, you're so built for Miami. That's, yeah. that's but they went on Pell Grant probation, so that kind of eliminated right. them. Right. And they were kind of lazy in recruiting. And I came down here, and I felt like I, you know, fell in love. Obviously, fell in love with it. So and that was so, Hayden Fry recruiting you. Yeah, but he was like, you know, really what it came down to. What? Here's what it came down to. I think his triplet and the defensive back coach um, did a phenomenal job of recruit because they recruited me early. Triplet. Triplet was the running back coach. Okay. Their DB coach, I forget his name. So they were they were ahead of Nebraska early on, truly recruiting, phone calls and all that other stuff. So, okay, it's cool. You know, then they came up and they watched me play basketball. Had a great visit down there. Um, had some friends that I went to high school with that their parents had went there. So they, again, you know, but I had a friend that I went to high school that was a big Nebraska fan as well. So it came, you know, you go to the visits and – um. You know, kind of. I wouldn't say you know. Maybe it's even Steven, but Nebraska's about to play Florida State, right? So whenever they were going to leave for the bowl game, Coach Osborne came up a day or two before they were leaving, or maybe he left for Minneapolis. And it was the weather was horrible. Mm-hmm. Had our in-home visit, so Coach uh, Huskers were last. Um, Notre Dame was early, then Northwestern. I don't think I could have gotten either one or survived four years because I had a friend that went to Notre Dame and he flunked out and just never made it right because mm-hmm. they didn't they wouldn't redshirt um, they they were like get you and I I knew I needed I never lifted weights before mm-hmm. um, came down to Hayden Fry didn't come up so here's what oh, I here's oh. what I here's why I looked at it like I looked at it like here is a coach huh. going to play a national championship ideally to win his first one. There's a lot more important things going on because I'm thinking as just like a 18 year old kid, 17, 18 year old kid. It, you know, my focus would be I got to go do this. I'm not going to worry about going to CJ Foreman. Right. I didn't understand recruiting, but for him to take the time, oh it, yeah, and there was nobody. Oh, yeah. Maybe he was going to stop and see, you know, Lane Kiffin or nothing. But he came to my house and it, it was nine o'clock at night. Okay, late. How bad was the weather? It was bad because. Uh, Snowy, yeah, and I think it was a half a day. If it's a half a day of school in in Minneapolis, bad, bad weather. It's two days off here, yeah. so they got in. <laughs> True, he came to visit me before, and it either had to leave from there to go to the bowl game, you know, so forth and so on. Hayden Fry didn't, um, and then they tried to come. And he's like, "Well, Hayden Fry would have came in by that time, dude. It's too late." And then Miami, they'd went in on Pell Grant, and I knew my dad could come down every game, which he was at every game. Wouldn't be able to do that in Miami, even though that you know he didn't talk to me for a couple months, you know, for for not going. <laughs> That's interesting going about Osborne. He had the shirt ready. He had the, he had the Miami shirt ready. It was a foregone conclusion. Yeah, he I had was the shirt ready. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I'd been down there. I mean, it's uncles had been there. I mean, that's a family. 
yeah. university. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was always – I'd always enjoyed watching the New Year's Day bowl game because we'd always – at that time, you know, Miami had beaten Nebraska all the time. That's interesting. Osborne did that to me. But that's – That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Yeah. And then well, they gave me a chance to do – do, do, uh, you know, and then I came here and luckily enough that, you know, George Darlington told me I wasn't going to be good enough to play safety, which probably still up for de- de- debate, but um, – <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, we didn't recruit a linebacker at that time, you know, as far as like a guy. So then Kevin Steele, essentially, I was his project until, mm-hmm. you know, the varsity came in. And it was new to me. I'd never done it before, but I, you know, knew football. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is history, yep. you know. So it was kind of one of those things. And this is to get to it for you recruits out there, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's Chuck Foreman, you know, because my dad played defensive tackle and tight end in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Defensive tackle and tight end. Mm-hmm. You imagine. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. He goes to Miami yeah. and plays defensive end and like a wing back. Mm-hmm. Well, he goes in the spring game, somebody gets hurt, he ends up, you know, obviously being a first round pick. So don't pigeonhole yourself into right. what position that you're going to play based on what you're doing against, you know, one eye Willie and, and Lump Lump out there on Friday nights. You know what I'm saying? Don't think that you don't show up at a university and saying, hi, my name is Jay Foreman and I'm only going to play wide receiver. You know what I mean? Because there's whether it's Chuck Foreman, Jay Foreman, Joey Porter. You know, was a Joey you know Porter, Joey nice. Porter. I mean, there's Warren Sapp. You know, was 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 a tight end, and then somehow Ed Orgeron said, "You know what? You need to play defensive tackle." And I was a Hall of Famer at, at, as a you know defensive player. So I mean, there's tons of them. So if you if you try to think, you know, for you recruits out there and parents or whoever is advising these guys, if you're only pigeonholing yourself into one position at an early age, uh-huh. you could be hurting yourself long term because if you're a football player, you want to play. And yeah, yeah, but you, the other thing about this, the takeaway I have is you had that self awareness to know you weren't ready, and you were okay with red shirt. That's a good. I, I remember that's a the good com- lesson too. I remember Sometimes the you're conversation just not ready. with Coach Osborne. Yeah, I'd had a good like freshman camp, and we had their first scrimmage, and I did well, right? And so I, they had me running with the twos, and I was kind of like me and Clint Brown. Mm-hmm. But me, even Clint Brown, who's a – I think he's at Stephen F. Austin, the defensive coordinator. Like, he was a senior built, and he was a walk-on. Then Troy Dumas, which was oh, next yeah. level. Yeah, We're walking on the track, you know, from – and Coach Osborne, you know, he'd go around and talk to everybody. And we had guys that were dead set on playing. Mm-hmm. And he came up to talk to me and, and, hey, Jay, you're having a good camp, and this is where you're at, you know. We'll get you in, in special teams if you don't want a red shirt. You, you've earned it. So, I just pump your brakes, dude. Okay, I need the red shirt because he gave me the option. I was like, "Listen, you don't." Yeah, it's interesting. The conversation has started and ended. I've already had this. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with red shirt, and I got a ton of work to do because I'm way behind. Mm-hmm. And then once Coach Osborne, he was like, he said, "Good choice," and then he marked on out to somebody else. Good but choice. A lot well, of guys are so focused on playing early yeah. or dressing up. Mm-hmm. You know, this ain't Halloween. When I put the uniform <laughs> on, I want to play. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's yeah. special teams, kickoff, punt block. But you knew you block. weren't quite ready. No, but when I do play, when I do put the right. uniform on. You got to be ready. I don't need to be a guy to say, hey, Sip, did you see me run out of the tunnel? Right. And then I sat there I and drank you. Gatorade all day. Right. I want to play. And you. I'll do anything to play. Yeah. And that's, that's, if, that, if more kids took that mentality, they'd be, I think, farther along. That's just my two cents from an old washed-up player. <laughs> it's good two cents. <laughs> 
Is it three? Yeah, it, it could be three. That cents. might be three cents. That might be a whole nickel right there. That might be. Five we cents. didn't talk to DP about the. Oh, these guys well, could have weighed I got, in. On I got to get to an appointment. So right. let's talk about that tomorrow. Right. The tight end thing. All, the all-time best tight ends. Hold it for tomorrow. We have two no, experts. No, no. Jay, Jay and I will talk about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Old school's next for Steve Simple. I'm Jake Sorensen. See you.